Welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, and in this podcast, we talk about all things that I am an expert in or have an interest in, such as language learning, health and fitness, global and societal issues, or whatever I feel like talking about on that particular day. All right, enjoy. It's taken me till till now, until the age of 34, to really start finally understanding the importance of storytelling for human beings all around the world because really like for whatever reason everything that we know everything that we learn comes from a story i mean i'm over generalizing but storytelling is so powerful for whatever reason stories hook us in they're how we learn they're our frame of reference for the world storytelling is like is everything and yesterday I was listening to this podcast episode where Jordan Peterson was being interviewed. And, you know, if you know Jordan Peterson, um, he is a Canadian, you know, well, psychologist, uh, you know, uh, kind of pho- like, a, you know, philosopher type guy who's he's very controversial. He's, he's famous and infamous at the same time. Some people love him. Some people hate him. I don't think you can deny the fact that he's extremely intelligent and intellectual and He's a great storyteller in his own right, and it's actually kind of weird because I listen to him, and it's like sometimes, especially depending on the mood I'm in, you can listen to Jordan Peterson talk for a half hour, and you're like, what did I just get out of that? He used a whole bunch of big words and kind of kept me engaged by his his strange way of rambling with that weird Canadian accent. But like, and it's funny too, because I don't think that most people from Canada speak with as weird of an accent as he does. But anyway, I'm like, I got nothing out of that, but it was kind of entertaining. And what just happened? But anyway, sometimes he says some things then though that really do stick with me. And one of them yesterday, like he, he dropped this one liner that it, it's funny how you like, you hear something and it's like this concept that you've been trying to, you know, understand your whole life and somebody puts in in a, like a like a six word one liner and you're just like whoa that's an interesting way to put it and it's basically exactly correct and what he said is the price you pay for a fragmented narrative is war and he's you know referring to humankind in general but but see this it can be you know discussed on like a macro and micro level the price you pay for a fragmented narrative is war or the price we pay for a fragmented narrative is war. And I just kind of like, it was one of those where I like stopped the podcast. I'm just like, whoa. You know, you like, I like wish I would, if I was someone who like used weed, I would be like, okay, we need to, you know, like smoke some weed or do some edibles and think through that. You know, we need some mushrooms. We need some drugs to like trip out on a psychedelic trip thinking about that line because that's like a, that's a powerful one and it's a very interesting one because as I think through all of the war or all of the conflict, and this, you know, this could be war between countries, war between whatever, it really kind of, once again, I'm overgeneralizing, but it really kind of is just a difference in the narrative, a fragmented narrative, a different understanding of the story, okay? And whatever the story may be in this case. Because if you look, okay, like as someone, I'm a student of international relations, right? That's what I studied in college. And, you know, I mean, I've spent a lot of time with different people from a lot of different countries and different parts of the world. And I'm one who believes, some people will tell you this is not the case, but I'm one who believes 
particularly when you look at a region like, let's say, the Middle East, for example, that really all of it goes back to religion. Like, I think that so many different wars that have happened around the world, they'll say, well, it's actually not a religious war. It's about land, and it's about this. Okay, okay. Yes, that's true. They're fighting over who controls the land, but the differences between the people are based on religion. And even when they're not necessarily based on religion, they're based on some sort of a story, some sort of a narrative that the people involved are disagreeing on, oftentimes. Like, if you take a look, you know, recently the Israel-Palestine has unfortunately gone into another episode, I guess I would say, of the, of the war that's gone on for, you know, so many decades now. And it, you know, you know people will call it, okay, you know, it's, it's, it's an Israeli genocide, it's Zionism, it's about the land, it's about, you know, settlements and, and all this stuff and whatever. But the, the root cause of the conflict, in my opinion, is still just the fact that the narrative, way from the beginning, the, the narrative was different because ultimately it is a conflict that's rooted in religion, okay? It's rooted in religion where you have Israel being the, the Jewish homeland, so to speak. It's about Jews versus, well, Arab, Palestinian, Muslims in this case, basically, basically, from the beginning. That's the beginning of the story is a difference in the narrative. And, like, it makes me wonder... Well, number one, like, why it has to be like this? And then, is there a way to make it that way that the narrative is not fragmented, that way people hear the same story? Because it just, like, it, like, it seems ridiculous. It really just seems ridiculous when you think about all of the, the wars that have happened throughout time that are based on religion. Because religion is really just a story. And I've, I've talked on this podcast many times about how you know, my views that go back and forth on religion. Like sometimes I'm like, man, this world would just be better if there was no such thing as what we call religion. And then other times I'm like, well, actually religion is maybe like the most valuable thing because it's the only thing that actually gives us like some hope and purpose. I don't know. It's a tricky topic. Um, but I think that pretty much all of us would agree whether or not you believe the stories, because I question the stories a lot from all of the major religions, but Religion is essentially telling the story of how the world came to be. And all of these, it's crazy because when you look, you know, when you look among all of the different religions that exist in the world, and you have the monotheistic religions, you know, you have, uh, you have Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, and then you break it down even deeper, like, you know, with the wars that have happened throughout the Middle East, and you have the different, you know, Sunni and Shia, the, you know, the different sects, the two most prominent sects of Islam. It's like, why is it? that the ones that are so close to each other, right? Because there's not that much difference in in the story of Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, and then especially not between Sunni and Shia Islam. It's like, from an outsider's perspective, it's like, who the heck cares if, can't even remember who, if Abu Bakr or if, or if you know, was it Hussein and Hassan and Ali? I can't, I can't remember the exact difference, right, between the what the Sunnah and the Shia believe in Islam, but it's like, who the heck cares? And yet you have power struggles and wars throughout an entire region of the world based on this that happened, you know, 14 centuries ago. And obviously we have still so many wars there at, at the root of it. At the root of it are from differences between these three major religions that are all essentially part of the same thing, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. And it's just a, a slightly fragmented narrative because the story was told a different way and some people continued believing the first version versus the second version versus the third version and whatever, 
right? It's crazy. And really, I mean, you, you could take any conflict. I don't consider myself an expert in the Russia-Ukraine conflict, but you can, you can take that conflict and you can say it's a fragmented version of the narrative. You can take the entire Cold War and say it's a fragmented version. It's a fragmented narrative, excuse me, of, of understanding of the world, you know, of communism versus capitalism and, and, you know, what is truly the best, right? I mean, you can look in the United States. You know, we haven't technically been in a war over the last it's just called seven years since Trump, for example, came into office. But it's it's become a very fragmented, divided society. Part of it is based on, well, Trump, the things he said, the way the media covered him. Part of it during the pandemic. We became a very, very fragmented society during the pandemic. And it's because of the fragmented narrative around it. We had one side telling us that, you know, this is this pandemic is something that we all need to lock ourselves in our, our houses for. And another side saying, oh, no, it's not a big deal. And it was two totally different narratives. And that created not war, but a lot of problems among the society. And it's crazy that that could happen in a country like the United States, so powerful, quote unquote, um, yet so vulnerable still to the way that the media um, is able to manipulate us. And because really the way I see it, I mean, there's a few different things in the world that that cause these fragmented narratives. You know, religion is still the, the one that's at the core. And that one, it's like, man, what do, you, what do you do about that? Because there are people that have these religious beliefs, these stories that are so entrenched into their belief system in their lives. Like, how are you going to go back and change that? You can't change that. You know, is there a way you can, like, start to bring people together? I don't know. Media has become a huge problem in the modern world. Because as opposed to, you know, like a Walter Cronkite, for example, who just used to, like, report the news back whenever in the United States 50 years ago or whenever it was, now the news is basically just opinion. It's all a political opinion bias, depending on what news channel you listen to. And then with social media, it makes it even worse because there's even, you know, stronger, sometimes less educated, but stronger opinions and then echo chambers. And it's it's crazy. Like I've warned about this before on this podcast, how mainstream media and social media fragment the narrative more and more and make it more likely that we go to war, so to speak. And it's tricky because because war, I'm using the term loosely here, but essentially fighting and disagreement between people that can become violent. I mean, you know, we're talking about wars between countries, wars between tribes. I mean, like a fragmented narrative or a different understanding of the story is what leads to almost any sort of human conflict a lot of times, whether it's a war between the major countries of the world, whether it's between tribes or families, whether it's you and your boyfriend or girlfriend are having a fight. Oftentimes it's a fragmented narrative. It's, it's, a, it's a misunderstanding. You understand the story in a different way. And... I just kind of like when, when Peterson said that, I'm like, whoa. And so I, I don't have any sort of a solution to this, obviously. But it just got me thinking, like, the power of story, the power of story for humanity in the way that it can, like, motivate us and improve our lives when we hear a powerful story that teaches us important lessons, but then also the way that it can divide us. So how do we use storytelling? How do we tell stories that empower people and bring people together rather than divide people? And I have no idea. But if I might just do like a call to action, my call to action would be, 
if you're someone that's having a disagreement with someone or totally is disagreeing on an issue, or if you're pro-Palestine and your friend is pro-Israeli or you're pro-Russia and your friend is pro-Ukraine. I don't think anybody's pro-Russia in the West. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't hear that many people say, like, yeah, I'm pro-Putin. Um, but there, I'm sure there are people around the world that are, right? Just kind of look and say, okay, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is a, this is a fragmented narrative. We've heard different versions of the story for whatever reason. And kind of step back and before you enter into a huge argument or fight, say, okay, why is my story, why is the story that I've been told different than the story that this person has been told? Or why is the story that I have understood different than the story that this person has understood? And maybe that'll help solve the conflict a little. Anyway, that's all I got for y'all today. Talk again soon. Love y'all. Peace.